You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Fantastic. You're all welcome tonight again. And as we go into the Word of God, I want you to open your spirit, open your heart, because I believe that there's going to be a download. God is going to download something to your spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's go to the book of Ephesians chapter 1. I want you tonight to receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Okay? You need to receive that. But let's read Ephesians chapter 1. We've been praying this for some time. Ephesians chapter 1, from verse 15, he says, Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ may give to you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of Him. This is a powerful verse. And we've been praying, we've declared this year, year of exponential revelation we've been praying and trusting God for revelation and I feel that it's important for you to know what you are asking for how many people want to know what they are asking for yes it's important for you to know what you are asking for so Paul is praying for the church of Ephesus remember Ephesus this was the place where Paul ministered in Acts chapter 19 where he went to Ephesus and he was there for two years teaching in the school of Tyrannus. He taught there for two years on a daily basis. How, how would you like to come to church daily for two years? <laughs> Hallelujah. On a daily basis, this guy was teaching and preaching preaching the word of God for two years. And as he was preaching and teaching, guess what? The principality of Ephesus fell. Amen. Glory to God. Diana, the goddess that was being worshipped by Ephesus, fell down before the power of God. And that was where we saw God wrath, um, incredible miracles through the life of Paul. People would bring aprons and handkerchiefs and touch the body of Paul. And they would take this and go and lay it on the sick and the sick would be healed. Demons would be cast out just by those handkerchiefs and those aprons. So this is where this thing happened. Okay? Great things happened. The Bible says that God uh, worked unusual miracles. Alright? In other words, undeniable miracles. And these are the days that we're living in where God is going to do unusual things. Come on. Amen. Through your life, God will do unusual things. God will do unusual things through your life and you are going to be a credible witness of the power and the glory of God in this generation. Amen. And if God did it in Ephesus, he's going to do it in Midran. Come on. Amen. He's going to do it in our midst. So, but and it, it is this church that Paul is praying for. He's praying for them and he was praying, praying. Because remember, Ephesus was sold to idolatry. 
It was sold to idolatry, and now this is, he, he has brought the gospel to them. He's been preaching there. This was the same place where, um, what's his name again? Apollos. Remember Apollos? He was ministering there. And uh, this was the same place where when Paul came, he asked them, Have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? They said, We have not heard if there be any Holy Spirit. Can you imagine that? So then, unto what then were you baptized for us? And he said, Unto John's baptism. And Paul says, No, 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 no. John the Baptist, he baptized you. That was um, a baptism unto repentance. You need an upgrade now. Amen. You need the Holy Ghost. Amen. So you were baptized. Those guys were disciples of John. The initial people that they met there were disciples of John. So they had, Apollos had been teaching them, but Apollos was still operating, uh, operating in a different order. Okay? He was ministering. And he was expounding the word. The Bible actually says he was eloquent and mighty in word. So he was able to expound the word of God powerfully to the people. And these people were, you know, they were, they were being fed. But there was a limitation. How many people know that as long, it doesn't matter what it is, if your operating system is old, there is nothing you can do. To make that machine fast. Huh? You remember the days of Windows 95? You know, it's, it's, it's like, I mean, it was, it was revolutionary at that time. But then it got to a point that this thing was getting too slow. It was crawling and crawling. I, I cannot stand a slow computer. It is frustrating. Hallelujah. Somebody's listening online. <laughs> Glory to God. Yeah, so that's the benefit of the technology we have now. You know, everything can be, you know, fast. Okay. Can be fast. Why? Because of the technology. There's been an upgrade. Now we're talking about um, we're talking about fiber, and then 5G is coming. Yes. I don't even know if I want 5G. <laughs> Say, oh, chill, relax, wait, 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 let's, let's. Huh? And then there's quantum computing coming. Oh, my word. We haven't even mastered this. There's something else coming. Yes? So it's the same with the things of the Spirit. God is moving. There are things, there are ancient things, yes, that we're being, we're being schooled in and being established in, but there are fresh things that the Holy Spirit wants to do. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Pertaining the things of the kingdom, Jesus said, Jesus said that um, a, a good man... Uh, how does he put it again? A good man out of the treasure of his heart brings forth good things. Right? But then he says, a man that is trained in matters of the kingdom brings out both old and new. Old and new. Somebody say old and new. Yes. So God expects you to bring, to be established in the old, but also be ready to flow in the new. So some people are addicted to the old. And then when they begin to hear certain revelations, they struggle. Why? Because um, Martin Luther did not teach that. Do you get my point? So the fact that Martin Luther did not teach it does not mean that it's not relevant today. Oh, I don't know who your favorite theologians are. Augustine. Huh? Can't even remember their names. John Huss. Those are reformers. So, 
maybe your favorite theologian did not talk about it, and then the Holy Spirit is now telling you, and you're saying, um, Holy Spirit, but uh, you know, um, my favorite theologian did not say it. Charles Spurgeon did not say it. Yes, Charles Spurgeon did not say it, but the Holy Spirit is saying it. Okay? Of course, the Holy Spirit will never contradict the Word of God. And that's why we need the Spirit of wisdom and revelation. The Spirit of wisdom and revelation, this is not just wisdom. Do you get my point? Because wisdom is one thing. Wisdom, wisdom is great. But there is the spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom is different from wisdom. Just like wisdom is different from the word of wisdom. Okay, that's the gift of the spirit. The word of the wisdom is a gift of the Holy Spirit. It's that gift that God imparts to you that supernaturally enables you to see the future <laughs> and then to act appropriately. Hallelujah. So some people mix that with wisdom itself. No, no, no. God gave Solomon wisdom the gift of wisdom, but not the word of wisdom. So the gift of wisdom is different from the word of wisdom. Okay? Yeah. The word of wisdom is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Just like it says word. It's just a little bit. Okay? In a sentence, a sentence is made up of many words. Alright? So when you take one word out of that, you cannot behave or pretend as though you've got the entire sentence if you've got one word. So the word of wisdom, the Holy Spirit operates through that. Um, and through the word of wisdom, He's able to, to show you things to come. It's one of the revelation gifts. It's a manifestation of um, the word of wisdom. But here Paul is praying not that for them to have the word of wisdom... He's praying for them to have the spirit of wisdom. That's the spirit himself. Hallelujah. So they can, that God will give them the spirit himself, the spirit that dispenses wisdom. Are you getting my point? So we need that in our lives. The word wisdom is from the, from the, uh, the Greek word Sophia. Sophia, it, it simply means insight. Okay? And in our context, it means supernatural insight. Supernatural insight. Don't you want supernatural insight? Hallelujah. So the, the, the Holy Spirit is also the spirit of wisdom. Now, Pastor, I've received the Holy Spirit. I speak in tongues. Praise God for that. But is he manifesting as the spirit of wisdom? Or is he just manifesting as a spirit that gives utterance? Very different. You see, our God is so vast that it requires, I mean, he has to keep revealing himself and manifesting different aspects of himself. He cannot manifest all of himself to you at once. You can't take it. You can't take it. So he manifests one aspect now, and then manifests another thing, and manifests another thing, uh, another aspect. And that way you grow. That's why, you, you, that's why when you come and you sit down and you get taught the word of God, you keep receiving, more is being added to you. More is being added to your life. There are things that are imparted to you that you don't even know. The spirit of wisdom is so powerful, the spirit of wisdom can come upon you and impart to you 
So many things that will take you years to understand. Okay? Yeah. So, Paul is praying that God will give them the Spirit. Because remember, Paul has spent, he has invested years in this city, teaching these people. Bringing revelation upon revelation. This was where, it was this church that Paul was able to give them the revelation of the church. The mystery of the church. The body of Christ. There's no other writer in the Bible that revealed the body of Christ to us like Paul. And this mystery was unraveled in Ephesus. Isn't that amazing? So that's, and it's the spirit of revelation, the spirit of wisdom and revelation. So not just the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of wisdom and revelation, okay? The word revelation is apocalypsis, which means, it means to uncover or to unveil. So when the spirit of revelation is working, when the spirit of revelation is working, it, it doesn't mean that when it is revealed to you, that's when God put it there. It's been there all along. But you didn't know. You didn't know. So that is why you can walk past your miracle without knowing. When the spirit of revelation is not working. Are you following me? Yeah. Man of God said that if the Holy Spirit should come into most churches wearing a red cap, a red jacket, people will still not recognize him. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So we need the spirit of wisdom and revelation. We need the spirit of wisdom and revelation. There are many ways that the spirit of wisdom can manifest in your life. There are different ways that it can operate. The spirit of wisdom can manifest in your career. Yes. So you, you, are, you, you are there and you are working your... You are trying to get things done and you can just, boom, have supernatural insight. Don't you like that? Yeah. So that God will just give you supernatural insight. You are able to see into, into those things. Whatever it is you're trying to, whatever problem it is you're trying to solve, that when the spirit of wisdom is in operation, let me tell you, there's no problem you cannot solve. Because it's the spirit himself that dispenses wisdom. So it's not just having a word of wisdom. It's like having the, the um, uh, like a power station. You have the power station. Imagine you... You have the entire power station. So, are you... You're not going to worry about uh, power, right? You have a power station, not the one that is out of gas. But it's functional. <laughs> God bless ESCOM. Somebody say, God bless ESCOM. <laughs> Hallelujah. More grace to ESCOM. Yes. They need the spirit of wisdom. <laughs> Let's pray for God to release the spirit of wisdom upon Eskom. They will find solutions. They will have supernatural insight. Glory to God. So when you have the spirit of wisdom on your life, there is no problem you cannot solve. There is nothing too complex 
for you. That's why when Nebuchadnezzar said to the Israel, the, the, to his wise men, if you don't tell me my dream, your heads are going. You're going to be beheaded. This is no, there's no democracy. There's no vote. No, no. The, the word of the king is final. So he says, <laughs> you have to tell me my dream and tell me the interpretation. If you don't, you're gone. Your wives will be widows and your children will be fatherless. Can you imagine such a thing? But Daniel, hallelujah. No, those Babylonians should give thanks to God for Daniel. <laughs> Why? It's because of Daniel that their lives were spared. The life was spared, you know? So, um, Daniel says, well, king, just give us some more time. Don't be hasty about this king. Chill, relax. Don't be in a hurry. These things don't work like that. We're going to, we're going to, I'm going to tell you what your dream is and I will tell you the interpretation. But give me time. And Daniel goes, calls his, his friends, his connect group and his tribe members and they went to pray. Huh? They went to pray. And they sought God, the God of heaven. And the Bible says God revealed to Daniel at night. Told him the king's dream. And then gave him the interpretation. So that's an operation of the spirit of wisdom that came upon Daniel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. So the spirit of wisdom told Daniel the dream. Then the spirit of revelation gave him understanding, interpretation of the dream. How many people want that? Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive that in your life. Let it begin to manifest in and through your life. The spirit of wisdom and of revelation. So, the spirit of wisdom can come upon you and impart certain things to you. But it takes the spirit of revelation for it to be made known to you. You get my point? Yeah. So that's why they work together. It's good. This is what God is saying concerning your family. Right? Or God comes and then he does something. He deposits something into your family. But you don't know. So many people are walking with greatness. But they don't know. They don't know why it's not yet been revealed to them. The spirit of revelation has not yet unveiled that. And that's why the prophetic can be very instrumental in bringing revelation. But if you have the spirit himself, <laughs> the spirit is more than any prophet, right? Yeah. So Paul was not praying that God will give them a prophet that will help them. No, no, no. He's, he was praying that God will give them the spirit of wisdom and of revelation. And that's what you need to be praying for. Ask God to release upon your life the spirit of wisdom and revelation. You need the spirit of wisdom in your business. You need the spirit of revelation in your business. Hallelujah. You need the spirit of wisdom in your marriage. And you need the spirit of revelation in your marriage. 
You need the spirit of wisdom in your relationships. You need the spirit of wisdom in your studies. And revelation as well. Hallelujah. So the spirit of wisdom encapsulates every manifestation of wisdom. You know, all of that in, in the spirit of wisdom. So in other words, when the spirit of wisdom is in manifestation, it can manifest an aspect of word of knowledge. Okay? It can as manifest an aspect of wisdom. Supernatural wisdom. It can manifest uh, an aspect of like solutions. Hallelujah. To problems. So after this, you need to be looking for problems to solve. Okay, don't run, don't ever run away from problems. Look for them. Yes. When everybody else in the office is running away from them, just say, bring it, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take care of that. Come on. Yeah. How else are you going to manifest? Tell them, bring it on. Because many Christians today are living in, the, in a comfort zone where there is no challenge. Everything is just, you know, they're always looking for the safe, the safest spot. No, there's no growth in the safe places. I'm telling you, there's no growth there. If you are going to grow, you need a challenge. You need a challenge. Oh, things are so tough at work. Pastor, just pray for me. Hey, don't talk to me like that. <laughs> huh? Instead of that, I say, Pastor, things are so tough, but I need more of the spirit of wisdom. Yes? Pray for me. God will give me solutions. I pray that God will cause you to face some difficulties <laughs> that will manifest such supernatural insight that you will solve problems and you will be highly rewarded. Yes. Yeah, you get rewarded. That's how life is. You get rewarded for solving problems. You don't get rewarded for looking good. You don't get rewarded for being nice. You don't get rewarded for, you know, smelling nice. And dressing smart. There's no, I don't know, maybe, maybe you are being rewarded for dressing smart. I'd... At most, they might just give you an award, the best dresser in the office. <laughs> huh? Is that what you want? No. You want to be rewarded with some good, good bonuses. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's what you want. So look for the problems. And say, I got the spirit of wisdom. So I'm ready. When everybody is running away from it, you run to it. You run to it. When you run to it, guess what? <laughs> the Spirit will manifest. And the Holy Spirit say, just look, do this, do this, do that. And you just go and do it. And, and guess what? Everyone will like, how did you, how did you resolve that? I just did it. And then you become the genius in that office. Hallelujah. Then it gets to a point that whenever there is anything, they start looking for you. That's what happened to Daniel. Hmm? That's what happened to Daniel. <laughs> so, 
I want the spirit of wisdom and revelation to come upon you. The spirit of wisdom and revelation to come upon you. To flow through you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. Let it come upon you. In the name of Jesus. Yes. The spirit of wisdom will, will also teach you how to relate with people. Some people don't know how to relate. They are better off with machines than with people. Yes. So machines won't appreciate you. Hallelujah. Machines are not made in God's image. People are. And I know some people can be tough, some people can be challenging, some people can be unnecessarily difficult. You know one of those people, right? You don't even need to think twice. There is that person that whenever the person comes, you start praying under your breath. <laughs> Lord, my God. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Not again. Please. I need grace. Lord, give me strength. Help me to control myself. You know those kind of people. Yes? Yeah. You need those kind of people around you, actually. No? Everybody needs, needs, everybody needs a Judas. Okay? You need a Judas. You need a Barnabas. Come on. <laughs> you need a Barnabas. You need a Timothy. Huh? Yeah, if you don't have a Judas, I mean, who will the devil use? The devil needs someone to use. <laughs> yeah, so, so Judas will help you to fulfill an aspect of destiny that John or Peter cannot help you fulfill. Are you getting my point? Yeah. So don't expect everybody to be like John. John the beloved. The apostle of love. That just keeps loving you. Puts his head on your bosom. And tells you how cute you are. <laughs> huh? They, Johns have their places. But guess what? There is also a place for Judas. Just like there's a place for Peter. You need to have relationships with people who talk before they think. Come on. Yeah, you need people like that. People that don't know where to put the, you know, to step on the brakes. They're just going. You know such people. You need them. Come on, say I need them. Yeah, because they develop certain qualities in you. There are certain things they bring out of you. So one of the reasons why we don't progress as we should is because we divorce ourselves from people that are meant to bring out certain qualities from our lives. So you need to stop it. It takes a particular kind of person for a particular kind of revelation to come to you. Are you getting my point? Yeah. So there are people that you used to think you were patient. Until they came around. Then you discovered, after all, I'm not as patient as I thought I, I was. Why? That person was the spirit of revelation in bodily form. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. So, but we need, we need that. 
We need that. So instead of cutting people off, ask God for wisdom. All right? Now, if the spirit of wisdom tells you, cut this one off, then you cut the off. Don't become too smart now. All right? Because they get to a point that the spirit can say, no, this one is not okay for you. Then you cut them off. But if you are going to grow, if you are going to mature, if you are going to develop to that point where you can fulfill your destiny, you need everyone that God brings into your life. You need them. So I, I can just hear some people's thoughts like, so you mean, you mean, pastor, you mean, you mean even this person <laughs> is of benefit to me? Yes. That's right. You heard me. Even that difficult one. Even that one that has caused you tears is good for you. How, otherwise, how would you explain that Jesus comes, he, he, gets, he has 12 disciples. And if you study the personality of all those disciples, you wonder, Jesus, how? How do you do that? There's Judas, there's James and John, who are ambitious. One wants to take the right, and then the other one, the left, seat in God's kingdom. Right? And then you have the zealot, who, wants, who has political ambition. Then you have the tax collector, Matthew, the corrupt SARS official. Yeah. Then you have Judas, the thief, and the devil. How do you combine all of that? He needed all of them. Every one of them had a role to play. But it takes the spirit of wisdom for you to know how to manage that kind of team. Yeah. And that's why our leadership is not growing because we are getting rid of people that are supposed to be there to help us. To put pressure. Some, 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 some tensions are healthy. It's a tension, but it's good t tension. Okay. Not everything that is... That should be, you know, just steel all the time. There are times that you need storms. There are times that you need thirst. There are times that you need hunger. Amen? There are times you need miracles. There are times you don't need miracles. But the Spirit knows all of this. So when you ask for the Spirit of wisdom, He gives you the ability, the insight into the people around you. He gives you insight into yourself. He gives you insight into your future. He gives you insight into your family. He gives you insight into your business. He gives you insight into your career. He gives you insight. The Spirit of wisdom. That's how it works. And then the spirit of revelation continues to show you things that are already there, but you didn't know. I'm reminded of when Hagar was, was, uh, was sent away from the house of Abraham. And the water bottle, the water had finished. And the boy was thirsty and was crying. And Hagar herself was crying. She went and she, 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 she went and she, she turned her face. She was weeping and she said, I don't want to see this child die. Right there as she was crying, guess what? God opened her eyes. 
That's the spirit of revelation. It had always been there, but it wasn't revealed to her. So when the spirit of revelation is working in your life, there are things you used to walk past. He'll now begin to show you. He'll show you this soul is ripe for harvest. Hallelujah. In Proverbs 11.30, he says, He that wins souls is wise. Why would, he, why would he liken the soul winner to the wise? Because it takes the operation of the spirit of wisdom for you to win the lost. So if we're not winning the loss, what does that mean? We're not operating in wisdom. Not enough wisdom. There is an operation of wisdom that in your relationship you, know, you would know how to bring people into the kingdom. And you need to ask for that. We need that. Huh? Not that when you start preaching, everybody's, when you, the moment you arrive, everybody's turning. You'll see her again. No. If you are working in this thing that we're talking about, the spirit of wisdom and of revelation, guess what? The wisdom of God upon you is easily entreated. It's easily, um, it's able to lead people. It's able to bring them from one kingdom to the other. It's able to take them out. It's able to resolve their problems. I remember how my father-in-law got saved. When I first met him, he used to make fun of preachers. And sometimes I'd go visit him, sitting down there, and he's watching the TV. And then a preacher comes on. He turns to me, Eric, why is this man shouting? Why can't he just talk? Of, of course, I don't have an answer. I, I, you know, I'm just meeting him, so I have to be respectful. Yeah, because I'm trying to get him to allow me to marry his daughter. So I have to be wise. I have to behave wisely. It's not the time for me to explode, you know, defending my fellow preachers. No, it's a time for me to be wise. So I'll just smile and say, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just change the topic. Then he says one day, if you're, when you are going to preach in church, can you invite me? I want to listen to you. Ah. <laughs> so imagine. <laughs> Did I invite him? I didn't. <laughs> One day he just says to me, okay, Eric, uh, I'm coming this Sunday. Are you preaching? I said, yes. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> ah, my Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That night, I didn't sleep. <laughs> I was praying. I put in so much effort to prepare the best sermon I could you know, I'm like, I want to impress this guy. I want this guy to know that this is a good guy for my daughter. So I'm busy preparing. Pray through the night. And when I got there to church that morning, as I mounted the, the stage... took over from the worship team. And as I was about to preach, the Holy Spirit said to me, I want you to speak on tongues. <sighs> of all things. <laughs> I know this guy is an Anglican. And you know this guy is <laughs> he's made fun of all these things. Well, I learned to obey. So I obeyed. I just um, obeyed God. 
and started teaching. And then I just, I started breaking different types of tongues. Took different, went from Acts chapter 2 to 1 Corinthians 14. And I'm, I expounded everything. And after that, I made an altar call. And guess what? He was right in front of me to give his life to Christ. First of all, to be honest, I thought he was making fun of me. <laughs> I didn't believe that. I thought he was making fun of me. But that's how he gave his life to Christ. And later on, when I met him in his house, he said to me, the only thing that was stopping me from being born again was this tongues business. Say, for the first time, I understood it. Say, that's the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. So I didn't insist on my template and what I prepared, even up till today. I've never preached that message that I prepared, up till today. But a soul was one to the Lord. Hallelujah. So you need to receive that kind of wisdom. So let's stand up on our feet and let's pray for the spirit of wisdom and of revelation. Glory to God. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We bless your name. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The spirit of wisdom and of revelation. Mighty God, mighty God, release it upon us. Release the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation upon our lives. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. We bless your name. We bless your name. Thank you, Father. Even those people that I, I think are useless, give me wisdom. Give me revelation. By the spirit of revelation, help me to unlock the treasures in the relationships that I have. Come on, ask the Lord to give you the revelation to unlock the treasures in the people that God has planted in your life. My Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I give you praise. I give you glory. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now say this after me. Dear God, God, you are the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. You are the Father of of glory. You are the Father of glory. I pray pray that you may give to me me the spirit of wisdom wisdom and revelation revelation in the knowledge of you. The eyes of my understanding understanding being enlightened enlightened, that I may know know what is the hope of your calling. What are the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of your power toward us who believe according to the working of your mighty power which you worked in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in the heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named 
Not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And you put all things under his feet. And gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Say, I receive. I receive. I believe and I receive. I believe and I receive. I receive. I receive the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of wisdom and, of and of revelation. I receive. I receive supernatural insight. Supernatural and supernatural unveiling. Supernatural unveiling. By the spirit. By the spirit. In the name of Jesus. Every opportunity, Every opportunity that I have missed, I have missed because, of my blindness, because of my blindness, let the spirit of revelation, spirit of revelation open, my eyes. open my eyes in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Help, me, Lord, Help me, Lord, to see, to see what, I ought to see what I ought to see that I cannot see right now. In the name of Jesus, give me eyes to see. Fill my mind with light. Let the eyes of my mind be enlightened. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. It's by this manifestation that the devil will be revealed to you. Amen. The devil that is tormenting you, that is stopping you, that is hindering you, is going to be revealed to you. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.